0: Welcome to Good News, Bad News, the Libertarian Christian Roundtable, where every other week we challenge the status quo and give you the libertarian Christian analysis of what's happening in your world.
1: Those who just try to make this a political issue, freedom, I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No,
0: I mean, come on, freedom. And that was President Joe Biden telling you, mocking you, dear listener, that you shouldn't want your freedom to kill people with your COVID that you, I don't know, (laughs) homesteaded? I I don't understand. This is like the first (laughs) president that I know or maybe ever in American history who has mocked people openly for asking for freedom. Yeah. It's it's completely, like, first of all, baffling. Second of all, like, I don't know. I would want to say immoral, but that's like kind of a, you know, trite to say, oh, it's immoral, even though it is. What do you guys think? Like, is this is this unsettling to you? Are you outraged? What's your what's your take here?
1: So it, now we're going to now we're going to polarize freedom like we've polarized every other freaking issue that we could possibly talk about. Now we're going to polarize freedom.
2: Well, you know, we part, need news. part for the course for, and, for the federal government. True. But, you know, a true leader, when they when they are asking of their, you know, their followers, we're going to say followers here generically to do something that is not exactly pleasant to do. Uh, number one, they're going to do it. Them They're going to you know, lead by example, which these people never do. And secondly, they're going to they're going to approach them in a way that is that invites them in rather than excludes them. And that is certainly what we are not seeing from the federal government. Which is just par for the course, again, for the federal government that never decides it really needs to lead. It just needs to bludgeon you over the head.
0: Well, it's kind of all it can do. And, you know, what what strikes me about this is that the concept of freedom and people wanting their freedom, um, people wanting their freedom is a threat to the state. The state doesn't want you to want your freedom. It wants you to comply and just be happy, and you know, be told, "Hey, you know what? You can, you can, you can have here's some money every month because you have children, or here's some money every month because you exist." And it doesn't want you to rebel or refute its demands. And then just the way he—I mean—you could see in the way that he was doing this, it's like, "Come on, like, it's his signature? Come on, man, like your freedom? Come on, and man." What's What's interesting, <laughs> Carrie? I'd love to hear your take on this. The this idea that i can kill you with my covid as if it's like this weapon <laughs> oh that you God. intentionally wield the way that you might want to say i want to kill you with a gun which you know, no one's saying that i want to defend myself with a gun for those people
1: right well you know i want to kill you with my flu i want to kill you with my cold i want to kill it's like fill in the blank man <laughs> it's, Come on, it it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work i mean the only reason why the only reason why it would work on anybody is because there's already a number of people who've been saying this who think that people who are choosing not to get vaccinated or you know uh talking about the problem with government overreach and these lockdowns and everything they keep saying you just want to kill grandma you just want to you know yeah. kill people you and it's, <laughs> it's a
2: rhetorical bad. setup yep. that is yeah. uh, yes ascribing ascribing bad motivations where they where there clearly are not are none because yeah. nobody right. wants to go out there like I mean, this is where the Great Barrington Declaration got it right, right? Because that was that was about you know you need to isolate the vulnerable in the right way, and we need to make sure that we're you know being so conscious about our own health. That's a good thing. None of us want to go out and like deliberately get people you know sick like that. So get play smart, do the right thing, but then don't ascribe bad motivations on every possible scenario. I mean, come on, man. That's because you don't like it. <laughs> yeah
1: well and it it presupposes it presupposes that two choices either you do what you're told by the medical establishment no questions asked or you're murderous yeah those are those are the two options available to you
0: wow that's crazy it's
2: fine to be able to raise your hand and go like uh i think there might be a third option even if you you know like you can be pro-vaccination or think it's a good yeah. thing like me and i think that's fine I, but I, you don't have to be you don't have to be that like oh, come on guys it's just yeah, come yeah. on man aaron, <laughs> missed it again
0: aaron you're in texas and you have all kinds of freedom there are are you is it like is <laughs> all it like, is all like kinds texas of freedom. covid massacre happening <laughs> <laughs> this is halloween
2: weekend guys i had to oh that was a good
3: one that was a good one i, I appreciate that Okay, so I guess this had to do with Halloween. The no, don't, don't Biden that part—that was just a. Reference. <laughs> no. please, please tell me that's that—that's what it's really is. <gasps> that was the whole purpose. No, of I'm this. just
0: wanting to know your take on this because you're living in the land of the murderers. Because you live in Texas, where there's freedom.
3: Uh, that will be Florida, I think. That that that's, well, that's the one that has been taken. <laughs> fair enough. A little bit. Uh no, I—I I mean, for me, it's just the way it was handled in Texas. For me, it was as fair as you can as 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 you can say. It was just just look at um uh hospital uh, hospitalization rates and the county decides and i thought that was the healthiest compromise that you can find and and it worked pretty well as far as as far as i can see we we're a low density state so uh it's it's a very different animal than everywhere else that that's precisely what is the problem with having federal mandates on anything is that just by pure uh population density uh, policies are just not going to have the same effect nor even the same purpose so just by that, it, decentralization solves way more problems than anything uh, centralized organizations can do.
0: Yeah, okay. Norm, you were talking about uh, impure motives or just uh, ascribing bad motives by people. And I can't help but switch to our next topic by talking about people who clearly have bad motives. And that's politicians, <laughs> or I think it was the uh, Janet Yellen, was saying that we should we should consider an unrealized capital gains tax. And I'm like... There's literally no other reason than I want more money from people who are billionaires. <laughs> like, well, I don't it, know what the I don't know what the pure motive here is. So maybe I'm guilty of ascribing it. Pure it's not motives, just the
2: billionaires. Right. It's like uh, they can say that, oh, they're only going to do it on, you know, high net worth individuals yeah. at first. But that's just going to that's just going to, you know, be the the impetus to push it push that number down eventually. Right. You mean like with so, the income tax? Yeah, yeah
0: amazingly
1: it's almost enough. like the
0: yeah. government has done this before where they say it's only for the top one percent but now we're all in it
1: oh. well and and also tra- tracking bank transactions that started out at a very very high price you know yeah. high dollar amount and now they want to do it for six hundred dollars yeah but, so
2: they're gonna see my grocery bill and just you know <laughs> and freak <right>? out <laughs> yes
1: congratulations oh, no. and they're going to claim that that's too many boxes doing. of cheese they, they just want you know?
3: to have
0: access to it which is sort of like oh we're just doing the metadata we just know who you're calling we're not listening to your calls kind of excuse the nsa is given aaron you you're an economist so i'm sure you've crunched the numbers and if we implement this <laughs> if we implement this billionaire tax it's like you know i mean it can you confirm can you confirm or deny that this will actually completely cover? the national debt or
3: the deficit <laughs> Like honestly it's like a day
0: oh <laughs> so we need to tax them and day. honestly i'm
3: not exaggerating i i don't i haven't done the numbers but i mean i just know i just know that intuitively that is literally like one or two days that's, Welcome that's, to my that's pretty
1: generous i would have said hours
3: yes <laughs> yes yes probably because just imagine that the point of reference is all billionaires together all of their wealth not their income that finally people kind of figuring out which is nice mm-hmm. all of their wealth if all of it got taxed all of it nothing the it would just cover nine months of federal spending. Now imagine nine? how we're I gonna cover it was the six federal debt.
0: Wow, dang, that's
3: a good one. Let us keep it at nine just to be generous, you know. But yeah, uh, to be, now imagine generous. The dollar Sorry. doesn't but, go as
0: far, so it you know.
3: So usually, what the, the the complaint is really that okay, sure, maybe it's only very few people that are gonna get the tax, and we probably shouldn't care. But the problem is that it that's exactly how the income tax started, and Even, just to be fair, even MMTers, which could be considered to the left on economics, (laughs) would tell you that income tax is a terrible, terrible, terrible tax. Even for the most left-wing purposes, it's just like taxing income. Yeah, let's have people have less income. Like, it just makes zero sense. Nothing's ever enough for them. That's what I want to (laughs) know. If you're going to keep on growing, I I don't see a reason why it shouldn't grow.
0: Yeah. They what I want to know is if they get this, if they pass this, is the left going to shut up about the, wealth, the the rich not paying their fair share? No, they're not. And that that's, a, okay, predicting here and ascribing impure motives. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a mood, I guess. But like, no, they're not going <laughs> to shut up because that's just how they are. They just want more. They are greedy. They want more of what other people have, and they will not stop until they have it, no matter how big the tax is.
1: Well... And if, if we've learned anything about economics, it's that the the wealthy produce wealth for everybody else. So if you take away the wealth from the billionaires, we're going to get screwed, too.
0: point, you run out of other people's money.
1: Yeah.
3: It's taxing the supply the supply chain, if you want yeah,
0: to no that. And that's a
2: really important point. It's literally it, like cause think, you have to think about it like this. Right. So if you're taxing and, and Aaron just alluded to this, and I think it, it's worthwhile for those. The uninitiated perhaps to kind of explain what does it mean to have this unrealized gain thing you know if because that that this actually makes a big difference you know if you're taxing unrealized gains uh well then what you're essentially doing is you're saying that there is a portion of capital that needs to get nuked every year in service of the government period i mean think about it right because that's mm-hmm. what you're you're saying that, that that's That the wealth that is tied up in capital, it has not been exchanged around for dollars anywhere else yet, needs to get liquidated in the form of cash so that the government can go spend it. That it is literally taxing unrealized gains is literally the destruction of capital.
0: So, wouldn't (laughs) okay? So, if they liquidation of capital, would they want want to basically force uh, you to liquidate it so that it is now realized? like is, is is it a forcing their hand because of course no that, the, the
3: wording don't worry about the wording it's just nonsense random words put together it, it has no contact <laughs> with reality the point is it, it's it's a, it's a it's a property tax that's all yeah. i mean whatever you own you pay that's it you own it they give you whatever percentage and Yes. pay for it and they are the ones deciding how much the your net wealth is is is, is going to be no different than uh than, than property because it's a property tax that's what it I mean, it's, so what uh, happens if you tax. have
0: a capital loss
3: That's what I want to know.
2: Well, would you know the answer to that question. You're not going to get like you're you're not going to be able to report that until it's a realized loss. Like, that's the answer to that question. Well,
0: that's the expected answer. Mm -hmm. But I I was listening to another podcast and they were saying that there are thoughts about how they would handle that. And it would be just basically another bureaucracy. And it would be be a bureau just basically doing sending money back and forth, collecting money one year, sending it back another. And and. No, I don't gonna, think and then think there's that. going to be a cottage industry of people of of either well not lobbyists but of like accountants helping you figure out your unrealized capital gains in such a way that it just benefits the wealthy again anyway. In that in, in sorry mm. I'm using left I terms. mean, I don't know about that.
2: No, uh, okay,
3: that... that it affects more the ones that are not at the top. If you want to say that way, it's any kind of tax. The 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 wealthiest are always going to get the best accountants to take care of it. And sure. the people that are barely, they're barely moving up, at some point they're going to be the ones uh, they are going to get hurt because they're not going to be at that level yet to get the resources and the help to try mm-hmm. to avoid it one way or another. So th- th- that's, that's kind of like the big deal with those of So it could have an opposite those type effect of, then,
0: of what they want. Like the wealthy actually I th- it, sort of maintain more power in, in a certain – in a specialized way.
3: Oh, but it's that, that's the big deal is that there's always ways around um, – Around paying those type of taxes, one way or another. If it's not the first year, because you know uh, they didn't have enough time to figure it out, by the second yeah. year they'll, fi- they'll figure it out. There's
2: yeah. huge, and, and also like there's obviously there'll be huge incentive to do so. You know that that's certainly the case, and and but what I don't, I, I guess what I don't, what doesn't follow for me though is that like that does that's not an that's not indicative of some form of extra political power per se. That's like mm-hmm. so when you oh know, it's you know, so I, I don't like. Let's not somehow turn this into, well, it's just the wealthy trying to get away with stuff or, or something like that either. No, that's like, how it's going to be. They're going to play.
0: It, if that's not. No, what I mean is okay. like in 10 years, there's going to be this new apparatus that we're quote unquote used to. And the left is going to basically yeah. be saying, look at these billionaires, the ones that are wealthy, have all the money to avoid the capital gains tax, the unrealized capital <laughs> gains tax. And it's just going to be back on the same cycle. It's back on the same horse again. Right. It's well, like they don't ever learn the lesson that rich people have more than non-witch people like, duh. <laughs>
2: like, hmm. Imagine that's that. Kind of, that's kind of part
0: of the definition. Well,
2: yeah, it's just it's maddening. It's maddening because, you know, it's 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 not like billionaires walk around with just like, you know, dragging around bags of cash behind them. Right. You know, most of that wealth is tied up in capital. And that's done for a reason, because that is the best way for them to, you know, ultimately produce something with it. You know, as opposed to just, well, let me just let me just hand over more to the government because yeah. they, I know they're going to do a good job spending it. Right. Yeah. Right. right. You know, so they they these people are not stupid. They know what the best allocation of their own resources is. I mean, that's that's their own resources. They have the interest in doing so. So it's just it's baffling. It's baffling on so many re, for, from so many different angles as to why and uh, like just at any like any analysis that I can imagine cannot realistically come up with a good reason that this works
3: yeah oh, it's gonna it, it's gonna work for their purposes which is to look like well, they're doing something against the rich but oh well, okay well that's, that, but that's but that's but that's oh, your optics you're,
2: are you're equivocating now we're equivocating on the word ah. works and then that, that's not what no, i no. that's well I, I, no, I don't know
3: that's what i was, I was, tra- I was teaching though. this this week no. it's po- politics is about perception not about reality so yeah
1: well, especially since especially since all of uh, Biden's campaign promises about uh, family med- family medical leave and all of these these promises <laughs> that he made getting taken out of his his little yeah. uh, oh, right. infrastructure package. Oh yeah,
2: because yeah the rich will get blamed for having their the five trillion dollar you know largest increase in spending in the history of man you know rebutted <laughs> I mean, come on, oh, man. Yeah man <laughs> that's the theme of tonight. come on man yeah this that's the the episode subtitle come on man that's,
0: so let's let's transition to our segment where we take listener questions and this is from matt in central pennsylvania and does not happen to be matt bellis who's always showing up on our show It's a different <laughs> matt altogether because <laughs> i know everybody here's gonna be like wait did matt just send in a question
1: <laughs> yeah because he would because <laughs> he would probably
0: are we Christian first or are we libertarian first? I think it's somewhat obvious that we are Christian first. Libertarianism then is the best political framework to live out our beliefs. Norman, why is this a good question? And then what do you think of the answer? Or what do you think the answer is?
2: Well, it's a good question in as much as uh, it's it's something that ev- like you typically hear new Christian libertarians or Christians who become libertarian kind of asking themselves as they get more involved and think about think through these things and and realize that certain things that they may have held before are not particularly true uh, or need severe modification in order to conform better to reality um so it's a natural question to ask however i think it it belies a few things that are a bit confusing um and and, and misleading at times and i think that as a result it you know i've said before that you want to call yourself a Christian libertarian or a libertarian Christian, like be my guest, it doesn't really matter all that much. Because uh, if you, if you claim the name of Christ, then you know where your first allegiance lies. And that's just the, the reality of it, period. So whether or not you put one as an adjective and one as a noun, uh, you know, in whichever order you choose, it's not really material. Um, There is another sense in which this, we can get into why this is a, you know, again, a good question, and that's in sometimes it, it, uh, is referring to the phenomena that we've seen in the past, and it hasn't been talked about much in the last ten years or so. But in the in the aughts, uh, <laughs> fifteen years ago or so, uh, there was kind of a parsed out difference between Christian libertarianism and libertarian Christianity. Uh, the latter being more referential to uh kind of rush or you know christian reconstructionism at times and uh and that you know is not it's not really very present anymore uh whereas christian libertarianism is kind of like connotes a a kind of a christian take on libertarian philosophy in, in per se so like Whether you want to call it like whether you want to call yourself a libertarian, a Christian or a Christian libertarian, like I don't think that really matters. There does seem to be a little bit more of a difference in connotation or meaning that's that is uh, dealt with those the the, the other two Christian libertarianism, libertarian Christianity. uh, That's a bit different. Um, I do think, though, that one other particular point is important here, and that's that, uh, as I've stated many a time, like I don't feel that it is appropriate to consider libertarianism as some sort of uh like like we're gonna tack on some massive new portion of worldview um into christianity uh that's not appropriate per se um you know it's more like it's more it it is more akin to mathematics like yeah you don't you don't go i don't go around saying you know i'm a like, I, I, or asking myself the question, am I an engineer first or a Christian first or something like that? No, that's yeah. not or, the way. Or was about we're,
1: we're, we're not playing pin the tail on the theological donkey. Yeah,
2: there you go. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I like that.
3: <laughs>
2: or the elephant. The theological donkey. Yeah. Or elephant. <laughs> or elephant. Or, or, okay. or porcupine. porcupine. My, <laughs> yeah. my
3: input will be is every political theory is a tool no different than a hammer. You never go around asking when you're using a hammer, they're saying, Oh, is this, am I first a hammer user or am I later a uh, Christian or what am I first? <laughs> well, please, if you do, don't do it, don't, don't continue doing that. Okay, stop.
1: Hey, but if all we ask is that you don't use the hammer as a tool of aggression.
3: No, thank you very much.
2: <laughs> I think it's, it, it needs, there's a little bit of extra nuance you could put there, Aaron, because there's not typically a yeah maybe a little bit more i'm pretty sure right, the he's Zoom being sorry star- no he's being sarcastic he's sarc- totally that blurry. that is the that's the sarcastic Aaron face right there yeah okay no, no i'm gonna
3: listen my friend that's why okay no. we'll talk about it later Fine. <laughs> wow.
1: okay no but there's a,
2: like there is a moral a moral component to it that is different than and than than certain other things but it's more akin to mathematics and and uh and the field and a field of thought than it is yeah. some sort of you know tacked on like it's not a w- tacked-on worldview or something like that. Yeah. it doesn't work. That's well, just-
0: yeah. So I, I would. Uh, that's what i had to say. Yeah, and so we should also not use our mathematics uh, aggressively against others, which is apparently
1: especially because mathematics started out as a religious belief. With the Py- Pythagoreans,
3: and people and people died.
2: That's that. that's okay. I, <laughs> Carrie, we're gonna have to have a discussion about that offline.
0: <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, I
3: was I, listening. I don't I was listening worry, to Carrie. This. I'm on your side. <laughs> I was reading a book well, today I'm not quoting people
0: who said that mathematics is uh, racist because of it's uh, or it's against social justice or race or it's race. I can't remember the quote because of right. its, uh, it's commitment to objective truth.
2: Hot take. That's more like the, the Pythagoreans than uh, than than what we're talking about here.
0: OK, so um, nobody will hear that conversation between Carrie and Norman unless it turns into a podcast episode, which it most certainly will not. <laughs> Um, but what you what you can, can pour do bore
2: everybody to tears. But
0: if you if you're really interested, if I get five people email me what this conversation was like, we'll talk about it. You can email us roundtable at libertarianchristians.com What we really we really want, want
3: to know whether you care or not to, about those topics. We don't really care that's about right. that.
0: I, it was, that's a, if uh,
3: somebody somebody if somebody
2: needs to email Doug the question like so. Which is more Christian,
3: geometry or calculus? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Calculus like a thousand times integrals like that reminds me of the cross like literally no way out of it wow wow <laughs> right.
0: so i'm gonna i'm gonna take back this hey professor you know, thing and get it on its right direction here um so email us roundtable at libertarianchristians.com we will uh probably answer your question it really depends we will on probably how answer your question <laughs> well i don't know i mean you know we might get some real doozies. Um,
1: ask us almost anything.
0: Yeah, ask us <laughs> almost anything. No, ask us
1: anything, we're,
3: we're going to answer almost Yeah, yeah answer. It's,
2: it's ask us we anything. We might even, who answer knows? Answer maybe we, 10%.
0: We might even just create a whole separate podcast for questions and answers. Who knows? Uh, oh but oh speaking God. of creating whole separate new things, uh, there is now um, a new name for the company that we all know and love mm, with such affection as Facebook. Oh. Uh. So, Norm Norm has a little bit of information about Facebook becoming going meta. Like, I don't know. Going meta. I, I, yeah, going it, it's just meta. like, and you, you, I think you know and, and are a little bit more attuned to where that actual term came from um, and uh, are familiar <laughs> with the work there. So, you can kind of give a little bit of like, well, what the heck is this name all about?
2: Uh, well, there's, there's so much that could be talked about here. So, let's go from, I guess, front to back. And uh, so... Meta is referenced. It's an interesting. It's an interesting move on their part, of course, renaming themselves to Meta in reference to the Metaverse, uh, so-called. In fact, they're even going to change their stock ticker from FB, uh, which has been their historical ticker, to MVRS, not just Meta, but MVRS, because that's for Metaverse. Um, and I, you know, the notion there is that they they believe strongly that the future of the internet is one that. It, it, I mean, for lack of better words, it's going to look a lot different than it is now. And it's going to almost be like a secondary form of existence. And if, if you've seen things like ready player one, and there have been plenty more works, be- before that, that kind of address this sort of thing, like the quintessential cypherpunk novel snow crash by Neil Stevenson, who is a terrific author and so far superior to Mr. Ready player one, than I can possibly explain here. Um, <laughs> That's note to carry. Go read Snow Crash, please. Uh, <laughs> you'll love it. You will. I tr- Trust me. You will. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, that's it's like it's kind of interesting and it doesn't like I don't know the the interest in that sort of alt alt world, I think may, is it, it it makes me curious because I'm just I've read enough about this stuff and whatnot that it's I'm curious what it's going to look like. I mean, imagine imagine if second life, which was a popular game, of, you know, 10 or 15 years ago uh was in total vr mode you know and you had and you but instead of you know actually like trying to control other characters within it like you were the character in it and that and that was how you interact you interacted with an entire broad world like an open like an open world sort of scenario like i mean that sounds kind of neat and what could you what could you do with that what new forms of commerce and things could be accomplished with such And and so that doesn't really scare me all that much per se um i mean it's but also i guess the other thing that's that's facebook has been in the news for though has been a lot of this stuff regarding the the so-called you know the facebook papers the leaks that got onto the wall street journal and now the new york times and all this and it just seems to me like it's such a big nothing burger i don't understand it at all like why are people so concerned when when you have you know for instance this this deal with instagram affecting um, you know, Instagram affecting the, uh, the self-esteem of, of teenage girls, which I thought, you know, okay, like, all right. I mean, that could be an issue. Like, so how prevalent is it? And then you find out, well, Instagram is only used by like, you know, 30% of teens or something to that. Effect. And you're like, is
1: this really a pandemic like an endemic problem now? Not to, not to mention that this problem came up with fashion magazines when I was growing up.
2: Yep. Well, like you could argue you could argue Not that, that I Instagram magazine, so I wasn't well was so you thing. might you <laughs> might be able to argue that well this is more important than the than the rash of fashion magazines from back then because it's more prevalent but then you have to actually ask like how prevalent is it relative to the past and i and the answer doesn't seem to be like it's all that much it, and then second
3: uh, so uh social media uh magnifies our perceptions to the end degrees is incredible, incredibly that it, it's, it's just far, far, far different from from reality that that's kind of like the problem that I can see.
2: And that's different from magazines that were being published. How? Because yeah, it was see, that's
3: interactive.
1: I've got I've got so, a teen girl. I've got a uh, teen girl and she has Instagram and we have many of the same conversations that I was worried about when I was her age because. Or of, that your parents
2: worried about you for that is maybe (laughs) um (laughs) maybe yeah okay (laughs) Uh,
1: um but the the point is is that she's not i mean she may be experiencing this on a new medium fine fair enough but um and the the talk about fashion magazines it wasn't just that you had to have a fashion magazine in your hand it was that every time you go to the grocery store you could see the cover and that was enough
2: yeah right
1: um And I I think that the debate is as erroneous today as it was back then. I think that there are there are other reasons why girls are concerned about the way they look, and it doesn't have to do with Instagram or fashion magazines.
2: Yep, that's that's what's baffling about it is that you know these there's nothing new under the sun. That's something like okay, yes, there are going to be new things and blah blah blah. We know that, but like just kidding yes but we but the reason the proverb holds and is proverbial is because even though there are these I mean things that are happening new every day the principles at hand with which we can deal with them are all still the same and so if the issue is one of oh well my kid is getting you know influenced from someone or why aren't you being that influence oh parent and where is where where is this the disconnect really happening Oh, that, that, and, that's a
3: question is it really parents who wants to complain about or is or is it just activists because usually that's that's the issue activists what i was telling you about uh social media is activists through social media magnify the perception from what really from what really yeah. is that that's yeah. what i try to try to say
1: i think it's i think it's activists that's I what will, I, that's what i think i will say the only thing that my daughter has to deal with that i didn't have to deal with were instagram messages she gets messaged by creepos all the time uh, she knows how to deal with them, um, but yeah. we've had this conversation, like, you know, this is what you do, you adapt and overcome. That's that's something that's new that I didn't have to deal with when I was her age, but it's not it's not affecting her self-esteem, at least directly in any sort of way that was different from my experience growing
3: my, up. My only concern would be dist- that it's a distraction for teens uh when they're supposed to be focusing on school and, and other things but outside of that yeah that will be
2: <laughs> yeah but those are things that we have the, those sorts of issues are not new yeah and, and, then, and they're not yeah. unique
1: things you know we're, we're not in some clear from, and
2: present danger of getting from nuked from orbit here yeah you know that's so that's what I find yeah. disingenuous about these you know kind of the activists that are going out there after this stuff is that anything they don't guide
3: because I think they really do believe that this is. I think. Oh they're no, not-
2: they're 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 quite sincere. I mean, they have perhaps even decent motives, you know. That, but that's not what's of issue here, really. I mean, that's the, these people think that they are, you know, in some sense, uh, in a in in a unique position to have a to have an effect upon the world if they just could get this information out there, as if as if that's what the world is needed—just more information all the time, you know. The the, I mean. the, Lack of information has not really been the driving factor in the moral direction of the world. Okay. That's, that's, that should be our reality, right? We understand that, that it's, that's not the issue. The issue is, uh, is about, is something more akin to what people are choosing to follow, to believe, to worship and, and you know, what they're, what they're willing to, uh, to make the object of their, of their worshipful identity. So that's, you know, that's I mean, as Christians, we we have to realize that, right? Mm-hmm. So the final thing that I think is the other nothing burger is this, the uh, aspects of uh, kind of the, the revelations that are getting published in these reports out of Wall Street Journal and New York Times about kind of the uh, effects of things like the like button and whatnot, <laughs> which I think are just inane and stupid and then they don't and then it gets even worse because they're disingenuously reporting on them the perfect example is this you know there there was this there's apparently there's this revelation that you know angry emoji uh on posts were counted at like 5x the value of a a single like press uh, or something like that and that's like oh well it's it's preferentially selecting you know the angry stuff over the over the the like button, not but of course, completely negating the uh, the the notion or the other weighted average portion of that of that uh, of that algorithm, where the love emoji or care emoji were given twenty five x the number uh, uh, the, the value of a, just a single like. And you just I like gotta the go
3: like emoji a lot more. The, the care yeah. Emoji. Well, and we just and need a so, taco
0: reaction, right?
3: that's right I, I have it in messenger so sorry no, I mean, you were know. making a point yeah but talk well the point is that tacos are the best <laughs>
0: yeah
2: oh right. I mean, that's where we're going yeah that's where we're going with this guys no but but the, the point is really just that the reporting on this is just is just inane and stupid uh, that they that they they seem to think that they've got one over on Facebook and that this is somehow you know Facebook is a is weaponized is weaponized information against the population, whereas it it just doesn't seem to be like it's all of this is a big nothing burger, especially when they're so dead gum insincere in their own criticisms. You know they they're lashing people are lashing out at Facebook for. The way in which they were supposedly uh, complicit with the Vietnam government about censoring or censoring elements of uh, uh, news around certain elections over there. And then they're asking them to do the same thing uh, with for U.S. elections. What is with these people Hmm. like you don't have to you don't have to think that, like, you know, Trump had the election stolen out from under him to 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 uh, to 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 be against this. I mean yeah. come on like you can
0: this still is ridiculous what's going on without going all that direction yeah
2: I missed the come on man again sorry oh. but the, come on man this <laughs> is ridiculous
0: on, yeah.
2: <laughs> come on man you I just don't come see on- I don't Never see mind. how this can be anything but a big nothing burger you know, like Facebook has no. its problems no doubt about it you know what? They should know that better than anybody. You know what their biggest problem is right now? The freaking activists who think that they're going to be able to just take them, you know, to to reduce their stock price enough in order to, you know, I guess screw them over somehow. I don't know. And I'm not like some, you know, f- f- ridiculous Facebook fan. Uh, you know, Full Disclosure Facebook has uh, has matched donations to LCI. So I mean, I'm a fan in that respect, but that's a but that's a whole other story. Like still, this is this is just dumb. And on a lot just from a logical standpoint, basis and i don't think that people are really really taking into account the fullness of the information to really understand like again you know what the information problem is is when people lie about stuff like that's the information (laughs) problem golly so anyway
1: I'm I'm, I'm, I miss the days when the only moral panic that existed was uh, Christian evangelical mothers worrying about whether rock music had lyrics that were written backwards. Oh, wasn't <laughs> those were the days, right?
0: <laughs> those were
2: the days, like, man. Those were like the old that.
3: days where like, that's what we, yeah, man. Yeah. But to fun. be
0: fair, that, the, the evil of that was the,
2: though was that we were not nearly well exposed enough to Led Zeppelin in the prime time of
0: our lives. come on man (laughs) i'm still catching up on all that i missed
1: my daughter likes acdc by the way
0: that's interesting at what moment are you guys
3: going to mention Seinfeld? well you know what else
0: you know what else i hope your daughter likes on youtube is this show this channel (laughs) (laughs) just like all of our listeners i I had to do it um because (laughs) the second best show after (laughs) steinfeld Yeah, this show is going to be over, this episode, soon, so I want you to like, subscribe, do all the things that you do to give us more attention, get notifications on YouTube. If you are if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget we do this audio uh, podcast. You can listen to the Libertarian Christian podcast. You can also listen to Good News, Bad News as a podcast, uh, just audio, of course, um, which is great to listen to on your commute every time we release it. Uh, so (laughs) subscribe subscribe on your favorite podcatcher which is a very awkward word for me to use because it just sounds kind of weird thank you for joining us we'll see you in about two weeks